Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to the High Velocity Radio Show, where we celebrate top performers producing better results in less time. Stone Payton here with you. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Choose Love Solutions, LLC, Nisla Love. How are you? I am doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, it is my pleasure. So I, I think maybe a good place to start the conversation is if you could share with me and our listeners mission, purpose. What what are you out there trying to do for folks, Nisla? I'm trying to help people save money, especially when it comes to small business owners. And I do that through tax planning, so which I love doing. I love I'm breaking down the tax code, making it more simplify for them. I'm glad we have people like you doing that. It doesn't sound like fun to me, but it sounds like <laughs> like you enjoy it. How did you get into that line of work? Oh, gosh. So I always love helping people. And I was that person where, you know, where you just stack a paper and you just give it to someone. And then I took a class when I was when I went to college in accounting and they did a segment on taxes. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. So this is how they did this. And this is how they got that. I said, okay. So I, I really dig deep into it, started practicing it, started doing it. And then I became an enrolled agent. I saw in your write-up, I saw this phrase, and I want to, I want you to dive into this a little bit because it sounds like it's a dream that can come true, but it sounds audacious to me. Audit-proof your books. Mm, audit proof your books. So it's it's really simple. When I say audit proof your books, it, it starts with documenting everything. So document, document, document. Keep everything traceable. It sounds simple, but everyone is not doing it. So it can happen. So if you ever was to get audit, you could always back it up. And that's what I always tell my clients. Have proof. Have a documentation. One of the things people tend to do is, you know, they buy stuff on the fly, take a picture of it, email it to yourself. Simple stuff, but no one's doing it. It's, all right. So how does this work? Someone reaches out to you or, or, or you get connected with them in some fashion. What happens in the early stages of a, of a relationship, uh, an engagement? Walk us through that. So as an engagement so we'll have like a one-on-one consultation. Let me know, you know, what are your needs and, you know, what's your expectation in reference to that. We'll go over what can be done. And then we'll basically um, talk about if you're there for tax preparation, you know, what can be done. And so basically what I'm doing is having that one-on-one conversation because I always want to build relationship with my clients because, you know, we're talking about taxes. It's a very sensitive topic and, you know, money. So I want to build that trust, that relationship with them. So they're interviewing me. I'm interviewing them at the same token. But the thing is, I want to be give them a realistic outcome of what can be done. So we're having a conversation. I go over their tax documents. And then from there, I'll let them know this is what, you know, the cost would be. And this is what, you know, what the expectation is. If they want to move forward, then we'll continue to process and provide that service for them. So do you find that you come across 
I'll call them myths, misconceptions, misunderstandings, assumptions about this whole arena that you, you have to help them get it straight and, and sort of re-educate them? Yeah, I constantly have to educate uh, my clients and potential clients because there is a lot of false information out there when it comes to doing your taxes. Nothing about other people promoting, but they just give you like little snips of of things of you possibly can do it. People will ride into it and say, I want to do it. I can do it. And so I always tell individuals and clients that what works for somebody else may not work for you because everyone is different. So constantly educating and then also backing it up with the tax code. Well, speaking of tax code, you either are or were IRS enrolled agent. Explain that if you would. So I am a licensed tax preparation as an enrolled agent, which I had to take three-part exam to be licensed by the IRS, and that's with an enrolled agent. An enrolled agent is a little bit different from a CPA. We specialize in taxes. That is our field. We specialize in taxes. With that, we're able to prepare taxes all within the 50 states or in U.S. citizens of abroad. So we have that luxury where we were able to not only prepare taxes, we're able to represent our clients before the IRS and the state also too, versus where a CPA, they have to be licensed in that particular state, which as an enrolled agent licensed by the IRS, we're able to do all within the 50 states. Wow. I would think that that credential would really set you apart in the marketplace. So how do you get the the new clients? Do you have to get out there and, and, and market or do you have some other system or are you at a point now where it's just all referral? How do you, how do you get the new business? So it's a little bit of both. It is referral based word of mouth. And, and then I do workshops and I go you know to different places and network. And so that's how I'm able to get clients also too. And then I have people Googling me. So love Google. So you've been at this a while, 15 plus years. I, I think I, I read in my notes. What, what, uh, what's the most rewarding? What, what do you enjoy the, the most about the work? Um, my satisfaction is knowing that I can save people money. They'll come to me telling me, you know, either they did it themselves before, or they had another preparer, but just my rewarding, just to educate individuals, to let them know, to make it more simplified, and then to save them money on things that come easy to me, but, you know, not to them. So that's my reward is helping people save money and making the tax code very simplified for them. So going into 2023, and for some context for our listeners, because sometimes people tap into this content that we publish months, even years later, but we're in late 22 as of this conversation. We're going into 2023. Are there some interesting new different tax benefits, challenges, things that we ought to be at least aware of or or ask our tax professional about? Yes. Yes, there is. Um, There's, oh, wow. How how long do I have? Well, I, I think the main point is that there are, and you probably ought to connect with Nisla to, to have that conversation. Oh, but I, yes. just, I just wondered if there was something standing out that maybe, you know, the average bear, certainly like me, I mean, that I wouldn't have a clue. And it's at least something to be 
aware of or well, be thinking about? Well, I don't know if everyone knows the standard deduction went up. So that was always a plus. I, I know one of the things that individuals were kind of disparted because they couldn't itemize, but standard deduction did go up. Um, for instance, the, you know, Mary filings, um, separate and single new standard deduction is going to be 12,950. That went up. It was 12, it was 12,500. So now you got to bumped up by 450. So that's also two. And then, Mary filing joint that went up tremendously also. So we're looking at 25,900. So they're taking into consideration inflation and cost of living. So that is a plus. And then the charity also too, where hmm. the last couple of years, the IRS was rewarding people for, if you did the standard deduction, they were giving you that additional $300 up to $600 additional that you could do with the standard deduction. Well, they're not doing that no more. Ah, okay. So that's good. That, that's good to know. All right. So let's talk a little bit about tax planning because uh, I, I think probably I'm not the only one. It's one of those things I really don't want to think about. I it, It's almost like my own mortality, right? I'm like, eh, I don't want to think about that, you know, it, but there really are some benefits of exercising a few habits all year long so that it's not this big hairy thing at the at the end of the yes. period. Yeah. So yeah, speak to that a little bit. So when people think of tax planning, they always think about, you know, the billionaire, all that good, great stuff where it's not for me. You can tax plan on so many levels. It could be from, I'm going to, and I'll just use an example, like you utilize pre-tax benefits, like your 401k, you maximize that or, you know, the match and and that reduces your tax liability. That's one way to tax plan, um, to make sure that you're putting enough money to set aside and then coming with a tax professional, say like you get a bonus or you get a bump in your, your income. How are you going to pay that tax? Is that something that you can t- anticipate? Is there different strategies in place where you could alleviate the cost of your tax liability? That's why it's so important. So it varies from different individuals. So I always encourage that no matter what income you have, there's always room to tax plan. And it's better to do it before the year starts or during the year. So that way, when it's tax season, you don't get this outrageous bill or a lower refund and you're surprised because you had did your homework the prior year. I know that that is wise counsel and it still feels like... (laughs) But no, I mean, I, I think I think I'll be happier if I will actually do more of that, and I'm, and I'm sure our listeners would as well. We're having this conversation. We didn't plan it this way, or um, it's, it's just circumstance. But we happen to be having this conversation on Veterans Day, November the 11th, 2022. Thank you for your, for your service because you are a veteran, yeah. uh, military retired spouse. My question is: Do you feel like your your military experience has had some impact on your ability to to run a successful business and, and serve your clients. Yes, I I really do. I really do. Um, it has because with being in the military, it's you learn so much life skills and so many tools in your pocket. And when I say tools in your pocket, where it it brings you to a place of humanity, humble. And you're exposed to so many different diversity 
that you could bring that experience. It gives you patience, um, things that other people wouldn't endure. You, you just, you're able to, you're able to do it. So it has really has played a part in my life and in also my business as a veteran and a military spouse. I thought maybe that would be your response. And I have had the pleasure of interviewing other business professionals who have served. And Mm -hmm. that has, that has typically been the response, everything from equipping these folks to lead other people to Mm -hmm. also having the, the resiliency that it takes to to be an entrepreneur. And you touched on it too. The military, perhaps more so than a lot of private sector organizations has been for some time, a I I don't think it's it's hyperbole to say a model for diversity and inclusion and yeah um, it has yeah so uh, man we're we're, we're so fortunate and, and you're fortunate to have that background okay before we wrap I'd love to mm-hmm. leave our, our listeners with a a couple of pro tips particularly our business owners our, our entrepreneurs I don't know if it's tax planning tips some do's some don'ts some things to watch out just for. A couple of actionable things that we ought to be uh, reading, doing, not doing. Let's leave them with a. Let's leave them with a couple of pro tips. Okay, so pro tips. One, and I touched it on before. Make sure you document everything. You have your receipts. Make sure that everything is in order in a spreadsheet or a system, a bookkeeping system where it's trackable. So that way you can always go back and retrieve your information. Another tip is. Don't wait till the last minute to plan. Be proactive. So that way, if anything comes up, you're you're ready for it. Another tip is when you get a tax professional, make sure you ask questions. If they don't answer your question, it's okay to move on to the next one. This is your livelihood. Regardless of what they do or don't do, at the end of the day, you are liable for for that tax return because you're signing it. What's the best way for our listeners to connect with you if they'd like to have a conversation with you, learn more about your work? You can reach me at chooselovesolutions.com and you can sign up for an initial consultation and I would love to have a conversation with you. And you can practice in all 50 states, right? That's uh, yes. what we talked yes, about. Yes, I can. Okay, fantastic. Well, it has been an absolute delight having you on the show today. Thank you for investing your time with us and helping us get educated and, and, and maybe even a little recommitted to getting on top of this thing. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today with Choose Love Solutions, the lady herself, Nisla Love, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you in the fast lane. <laughs>